Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, world, and welcome to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I'm a pop culture astrologer. You may know me as the resident astrologer of Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram, which we are partnered with, so make sure to follow them on Instagram as well. We are located on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, so make sure to check us out there all the time. This week, we have lots of astrological goodies, the hottest celebrity stories in Hollywood, and a fantastic celebrity guest with us to hear. We are recording from my home in the Hollywood Hills. Hello, everybody. Sam Davidson here, pop culture um, enthusiast. I am obsessed, red carpet reporter, entertainment news journalist. I'm so excited about these stories this week because they are juicy. And we have an amazing celebrity guest here in the house, Nadia Christine Duggan. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. So it's kind of ironic we have you here because you've done a lot of work in this industry and you've worked with one person in particular going to be talking about but overall let's just talk about you so you are a backup singer you've worked with Miley Cyrus Robin Thicke Hilary Duff so many amazing huge people and you're highly respected in the music industry and I mean these girls this girl's credits it is just like insane and you also have your own original music that has been released and you're just rising and you've really like rubbed elbows and worked with some of the biggest people in this industry yeah thank you yeah it's you know it's been a journey it's been an awesome journey i'm really grateful and what i'm sure people love about you the people that you work with is you're not like a celebrity junkie like i am like you barely know some of the people you're like oh who is that i have no idea (laughs) I'm sure you know who they are now. I do. I do. Yeah, I just, you know, um, my life just kind of unfolded um, in a really fortunate way in terms of singing backup and was not necessarily my plan. It just kind of started happening. And when I auditioned for Hillary, I did not know who she was. You know, I worked with her for a while and that's how I knew you know I got more into like that Disney world and got to know a little more about who Miley was but when I started working for her I I really knew very little about her which you know it kind of you know my focus was more on the work than kind of the whole like celebrity you know schmashma of the whole thing so and I mean I'm sure that people much prefer that right than everyone that's like obsessing you know that they're working with so and so it's just purely professional yeah yeah and I mean they're human beings and they're like you know I I've been very fortunate to work like you said with a lot of really wonderful people and you know and I I respect all of them and yeah just Miley is awesome she's as awesome as you imagine she would be as a person as you know like because there are a lot of people who have a persona and then they also have just like who they are in their private lives and you know Miley I was really impressed with her when I was working with her I was working with her when she was really young she was like 15 she turned 16 when I was working with her and you know she was just on her game like she knew 
what, you know, how to kind of direct things at such a young age. Cause I mean, she'd grown up with it. Her father had been obviously in the limelight, you know, had his journey with um, celebrity dumb. And so she was just, I was so impressed with her. I'm like, you know, thinking she's going to be some kid, whatever, you know, like just wheeled around. But she was just, she just knew what needed to be done at all times. She's really great. And so being a backup singer, obviously you probably wanted to start off being your own entity, right? And you just kind of slip into that. That is so funny because it's like the exact opposite. I am not one of those artists who came up wanting to be my own singer. I actually never wanted to be a singer. I was an actor first. I was an actor in Canada. I did film and TV when I was young um, in you know Canadian television. And I, you know, toured with Mamma Mia with our good friend Craig Ramsey. Who... We are all so in love with them. Oh my God, they're just my favorite people. Mamma Mia is literally my favorite play of all time. I've probably seen it 10 times. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it was so much fun, obviously. I mean, you're singing ABBA for two hours, and, you know, like eight shows a week. It's fun. It's amazing. And uh, that's what brought me here, focused on acting and, um, you know, Music literally just happened. Somebody knew that I sang, and it was my best friend's like ex-boyfriend at the time, and he was like, you know, can I give Natty a call and just like, you know, see if she can do this gig? We need her because you know somebody had fallen through, and it was the first singing gig I ever did. Um, like, not, not my first singing gig, but my first like leading a band gig ever, and. I remember just, I remember the moment that I fell in love with music. Like I literally remember that moment and what I was singing and how the room looked and how it felt. And I was like, cause my friends had all been saying, you should be singing. Like you should be. And I'm like, no, no, I'm an actor who sings. And then that was just it. Like it happened. And you know, that gig led to me meeting other people, which just like you know, popcorned out into a career. So it's funny because, you know, with you having that kind of like really magnificent and magical, memorable moment, yeah. those are things that usually that happen around eclipses. So uh, do you know exactly the, like the date? Oh God. I'm going to well, look I it could... up right now if I can see if I can find it. For, oh my like... gosh. I could, I would have to look into the archives to find the date, but yeah. Can you give me roughly around? Like a year, a month? No, I'd no? be the, I'd be like the month and the year. Yeah, yeah. I would have to dig into like I mean I can do that later though and we can yeah no totally because yeah because I'd be interested to see if that was that was a a solar or lunar eclipse in you like with your art artistry sector or if it was in your career sector because if it was some or identity sector it could have been one of those too because if that it was if it was one of those three which I'm assuming just from what you're explaining right now these are the kind of memorable moments that we remember for the rest of our lives. Oh yeah. And and so that's where these we have these huge shifts. And me as an astrologer, I can predict those, but then also go back in time and also find out what was happening with people. And for you, I can tell you exactly what that was. Oh wow. Like if How we look cool back, like for real, for real. Yeah, it's so crazy. Oh my gosh. Well yeah. <laughs> on that note, let's look forward to uh, the week ahead. Kyle, tell us our weekly astrological forecast yeah absolutely you know we have an exciting week exciting week with some good news uh as well as some passionate and energized development so let's dive right in on the 14th which is when this podcast is being released we have the sun conjunct venus so the 14th brings one of the most magnificent and magical blessings of the year so be sure to plan something super special on this day 
The sun ruling our focus completely embraces Venus, the planet of love and money. Uh, so this is a really great day for romance, peace, art, relationships. You know, as I was saying, money is favored now, so you have more opportunity to attract that to you. You know, this pleasant, affectionate, and charming influence is a go good omen for friendships and rom romance. So this is when, you know, we're going to be wanting to seek pleasure through sex, amusement, entertainment, partying, all of those kinds of vibes. I am definitely, I'm, I'm debating what I'm going to do tomorrow <laughs> night. I'm like... I'm going to be on an airplane, um, so maybe I'll just turn up at the bar. It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm like really thinking, I'm like, who do I want to ask out tomorrow? And like, because I'm like, I'm not looking for romance right now, but I mean, I am, but I'm like, but I'm not, you know, like I'm literally haven't like, there's no apps on my phone. And my big thing is that I'm trying to meet someone through friends. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking if I like, maybe just organize a bunch of friends to go out tomorrow just for like a happy hour. I, I like, always leave at the worst, best times. Yeah, I mean, because that, that's what I think oh. that would be like, we, like, in, like getting a bunch of, like, you know, guys and girls and just together to be, like, social and use this energy. It's going to be a good, good time no matter what. Right. But it's highly likely that I'm going to meet someone right. like that. So just that's like, what... make a stew of people. Yeah, and totally. Like, yeah, social stew and then see what happens. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. So, you know, yeah. that's why, you know, but if you do have someone that you really like, schedule an important date. Or, you know, really do something to, you know, allow yourself to, to be open to deeper sex and love with this person or, and, you know, new opportunities. Like, I hope that I meet someone tomorrow, but I'm not going to bang them right away. But, like, <laughs> I can do that later, you know, in the month when I have all these great aspects happening as well. You know Yay! what I mean? Like... <laughs> At first, I thought you were going to ask the entire audience to um, think about a man that might be good for you. <laughs> I, was, I, Wait, thought, what? I thought when you were just what like, so guys, you know, tomorrow, uh, if you, I thought you were going to ask people if they had anyone for you. Like, Wait, if do you? you? Hey, peeps. I mean, <laughs> my Instagram is Mr. Kyle Thomas. <laughs> slide into those DMs, yeah, guys. DMs, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because like... I don't know. I mean, I, I think you're open to it. All right. Yeah, you never I know. know. Throw one out there for me, too. No, seriously. <laughs> me, too. Except you just met, like, a straight man that was probably single in the lobby of our apartment building, and right. I never straight. see straight single men in this building. Ever. Ever. He was so. lovely. He was very lovely. Did you swap numbers at all? No. See, this is the kind of influence where you need to take that and see. You are a Scorpio rising, honey. You need to get that dick, and you need to, like, snatch it. Like, yeah. I know. Well, maybe if like the stars are in line, then as I'm leaving and emerging from this podcast, he will, you know, flitter into the yeah into the hallway. I'm like, I hate you. I've been here for five years. You've been here for five minutes, and look at what's happened. I mean, but this is the this is this is kind of how the influence of these things happen. It's like being at the right place in the right time, mm -hmm. being social. Like if I'm, you know, being a workaholic and getting up at six a.m. like I do every day, and then going to bed at. 11 or 12 that you know that night and not leaving the house because I'm writing and networking and whatever I'm not gonna find love you know and I'm also even if I'm just like sitting and swiping on any app which I hate I I have I mean it's, it's awful so yeah. no I have no interest in that I'm not gonna waste my time I'd rather go to a happy hour yeah and spend 20 bucks yeah. and have a couple beers and like maybe meet my soulmate yeah I, I <laughs> you know I have not, like, I've been single now for about two years, and I have just, I can't do the app thing. I can't. I'm mm -hmm. such a, like, an energy juju person. Yes, me too. Totally, totally. It's yeah. like, if I'm going to connect with somebody, it's going to be because 
it's, you know, it's in the air. It's going to be a, like a human experience. Yeah. And pheromones are really important to me too. So it's like one of these weird things where like, I mean, obviously we all, we're all animals, but I... Speak for yourself. When, when, I, <laughs> when I like someone, it's like, it's pretty quickly because I like their scent. And it's mm. not just cologne. It's like, you know, and I don't have to be having sex with them. I can be, I can just hug them and be like, oh and then like rub his scruff because I'm sure he's probably going to have scruff because I only date otters. Oh, um, okay. So like... Oh, Alright, besides <laughs> Kyle's of future sex and love life oh, this week, so what else sorry. do we have going yum, on? Yum, like, yum, let's... Yum, yum, yum. Ew, come on. That's <laughs> interesting to me. <laughs> I'm like, getting Mom, all fired up in here. Yeah, Mom, don't listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited because literally for the whole rest of the year... Uh, specifically for my chart and for Taurus, mm. I, there's like so much love and partnership, and I'm like, effing about time. Like I, it's been a long journey, and it it hasn't even been aligned like this for over two years, and I'm just so ready because I want those new experiences. I want mm. that that great. I can literally see in my chart a man, a serious partner coming into it, and I'm just like, God damn, he better be a verse top. So like. Ah! Kyle, <laughs> like, come on! I'm so, I'm so I don't. I'm in heat today. I don't know what is going Next on. Thing. Jesus. He ready. He ready for tomorrow. She ready. Right. Right. Yeah, you're doing. Okay. Okay. Let's finish this forecast. Thank so, you. Um. All right. So on the fifteenth, we know we've been talking about the shadow periods of Mercury retrograde for you know months now, and so this means that this were the the Mercury retrograde season is officially over until Woo-hoo! October. Yay. Yes. Until our birthdays, right? Oh, dang it. Wait, am I gonna? Are we gonna be in Mercury retrograde for my birthday? Uh, no, because it starts on the thirty first of October. But okay, oh, good. But the, the the shadow period, I have to look, but I think the shadow period starts around like the twelfth or something. Okay, I'm good. We're good. good. Yeah. Sorry, Scorpios. All right. When yeah. when is your birthday exactly? October sixth. Oh, I thought you were gonna say second. I was like, oh my god, we have the same birthday, but it's close. Accounts. Yes. Love it, love it. But so everyone rejoice. Yeah. So Mercury retrograde shadow, all of that bullshit is over. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, the, the conversations you had around July 7th are going to be directly affected to around the 15th. Huh. So what you were thinking about, what you were sending texts and emails about, and also what was really on your mind. And, and because that is going to be the same themes that we're revisiting now on the 15th. So you have uncovered new information. You have maybe had epiphanies or breakthroughs or gotten something out of your life if you had to release it in order to really move forward in a better way because when you back in around july 7th like we're all like yeah we know what what we want and what's going on and things are all clear they weren't and so you know like that specifically really shows that like that's why these retrogrades happen you have to go back to the past sometimes you know whether that is like revisiting an ex to like get closure or revisiting an ex to start again or as she pulls I'm her like, what did I phone do? Like, what back did I over do? oh I thought you were going to text an ex and I was be like oh honey oh, no, no. I know I'm thinking okay July 4th I know what I did on July 4th but the three days but this is why I write everything down I know it's one of those things I'm like I'm going to do what Kyle does but I'm not going to get any reward for it at this moment so I put it off and then it's time like please that I don't do it but I'm with Kyle a lot so what were we doing on the 7th uh, was you, I with you you and I were at the pool with Isaac on the 7th cute and uh, then I was doing some things with clients then I also I can't remember I had three new yeah so it was this was all client stuff for me 
Okay. And we had fun because we were up with Isaac and we were yes. just chilling. All right. Well, I guess Isaac is one so of our. Wait, he's what? a Scorpio that lives here. He's so fun. Hey. Oh, Scorpio, the Yummers. <laughs> <laughs> wait. So what? Okay. So what happened on the July seventh? For me. Yes. So I there were, were there were a few different client things that were going on mm-hmm. with astrology. I was actually getting hired potentially by a few different uh, clients, and I, I told you about Sam about them before. And things were just like not really aligned, like they were not following up with emails, they were, and so things were getting really kind of effed up. And mm-hmm. so I, at this point in time, I mean, now I'm at the place where I'm not going to work with them, and that's fine, but also I started a lot of other significant projects right prior to that, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we had, we took us weeks, like with Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily, I love them, and I, they're incredible, and I'm so honored to work with them, and it, that, that entire period for the retrograde for me was actually learning what their needs are, how we communicate, how I can deliver the the content, you know, on their timeline, and just make sure that th- that I'm giving them everything that they want and need, mm-hmm. because they were still kind of figuring it out in the beginning too. But like, it's been the most magnificent experience working with them, and now you know we're th- that we're getting out of that sh- shadow period. We finally have come to a place of. This is what I'm doing every week. This is how, what time that I'm going. We're going to go live every week. This is how these things are going to happen. Does this make sense? Interesting. Yeah. I see. So things that happened on the seventh, like because things are kind of since the, yeah around and the seventh. Now since. they start to kind of like come together and exactly. coalesce. Mm-hmm. That is very interesting. Yeah. Yes. Do you I'm remember what you were doing? You don't remember? I do remember. Well, I've looked into my little calendar. So yes. I was in. I was partying with clients. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What what a lifestyle we live. I know it's so hard. Um, <laughs> But I did meet a, I did meet a gentleman. Ooh. Interesting. And we've been trying to connect, like he lives in another city and, you know, he's a tall drink of water. He's six foot five. Like that mm. is my mm. height is, I don't, I, it's a thing. Me too. You know, girl. Yeah. It never was a thing for me. I used to like only date these like tiny otters. <laughs> I know, but I was like a top for a long time. So like, you know. You gotta be flexible. That's what I learned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying no sorry. Pun. <laughs> yes. Anyway, now we're like uh, we're back to Kyle's sex life. Otter, flexible otters. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and we've been trying to because there are dates that I'm going to be in the same that we may be in the same city. Yeah. So, but we were trying to communicate, and that was not coming together. Like over the past, like few weeks, just where are you going to be? And uh, you know, I'm only going to be there this date. Then I have to possibly be aware. So interesting now. So there's more potential for that to kind It'll of. It'll really probably align right now. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure, for sure. Interesting. Interesting. All right. What else? Yeah. Right, sorry. The last thing of the. I know. We just keep getting sidetracked I about uh, all these yeah. amazing things. Yes. I'm taking notes, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so then the last thing I'll say is that we have a full moon in Aquarius this week as well. And so this is connected to, you know, all of the, the natural energy of Aquarius, which is all about communities, groups. Communication is going to be really important now. Networking is going to go really well for people. We're all going to be feeling naturally more social. And this specific full moon will correlate to the things you were doing and thinking back from February 4th to the 14th. So what were you sowing? Because you're going to see how successful those actions were now. If they weren't what you wanted, now is the time to change that direction. Because if they are, you're reaping in that abundance. And you're like, yes, this is great. All of that work and all of that, you know energy and thought has, is finally manifest into, into the things that I want, or you know what, it didn't work what I was thinking for, and I'm changing direction. And it's funny because I was looking back at dates about that stuff too, and 
yeah, it's very, again, I'm in, in whereas I'm actually changing direction rather than re reaping the abundance from all of it. A lot of it I'm reaping the abundance for, but, but there's some things that I'm just like, eh, bitch, bye. <laughs> yeah. So, but, it, but they're actually client things. Mm -hmm. so, awesome. Yeah, well, I, you know, I need to start doing this every day. Very true. But it seems like this is a good week. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. hope um, everyone else is excited. If that's all we have for forecast, then we are going to move on to our pop culture segment. So stay tuned. everybody and welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology, hence why we are going to be talking about the biggest celebrity gossip news stories of the week. Our first story makes me super sad because it's about Miley Cyrus, who we all love, and I'm Liam Hemsworth. They officially are splitting. I don't, I'm assuming that means actual divorce. They've only been married for seven months, but they've been together on and off for like over 10 years. Um, what's really interesting about the story, however, is that right before the news was released of the split, photos were released of Miley making out with some woman named Caitlin Carter, who actually is Brody Jenner's ex-wife. Hollywood's doing this new thing now. They're calling each other married, and they have like a marriage ceremony, but they don't actually get married, like legally. Wait, what? Yes, it's happening a lot. Um, and this is one of those circumstances. It's probably to protect money, but still, what's the point? Can't you just be together? Like, I don't understand. Future Anyways, husband, we are totally like going to be married fully. Like, I'm yeah. Not really and like, if it doesn't work out, you might take him for everything he's worth, but like, at least you were married. <laughs> but okay. So Brody Jenner, um, is a reality star. He's been a reality star for a long time. He was on the original Hills on MTV. Now is Hills New Beginnings. Um, and he's on that and his quote unquote wife, Caitlin was a character on it as well. I didn't watch, I just haven't had the energy or time to watch the Hills. Um, but they have been on our television screens over the past few months, kind of getting this notoriety and following their relationship. And it's super random in a way that Miley knows this woman, Caitlin. Um, Miley has released a statement, you know, that basically is just like, we evolve, we this, you know, they're going to remain friends, blah, blah, blah. Liam went to Australia to be with his family. He's really devastated, doesn't want to talk about it at this time. And Miley is just, I don't understand why, because I know she's just such a compassionate person, but she's really flaunting this love um, or lust, whatever it is, with this new woman. And, and Liam seems so sad. And there was also some Instagram drama. Brody Jenner com or no, Brody Jenner posted like a super emo photo saying like, oh, what was it? Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. And yesterday was the day his the news was released where his ex was with Miley. Um, one of his friends commented saying, um, <laughs> uh, next scandal, we're going to post a pic of us making out. And then Brody responded, watch out, pics of Liam and I holding hands on the beach coming soon. He's a jerk. And then Miley chimed in, go take a nap in your truck and cool off. Hashtag hot girl summer. Um, so way to put him in his place. It's um, an interesting story. And I just, I love Miley Cyrus so much. And I don't understand why she would be doing this to Liam. Like breaking up is fine. 
you know, they're not ready to be in each other's lives. She said for a long time that she is pansexual, bisexual, you know, she's into women as well. But Liam is just the partner that she and her heart has chosen to be with. And, you know, Kyle will get into their astrological compatibility. But I really think that they were like past life lovers or something. But in this life, it's just not it. So, um, I mean, I know that you don't know like a lot about the story or about media and all of that, but from what you know, Miley is an amazing woman, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, she's, I mean, she's a young woman who's like, she's still unfolding and exploring and, you know, she is obviously highly empowered in her sensuality, in her, you know, connectedness to people. And, you know, I mean we're all constantly unfolding, you know, and to have been connected and so, you know, um, to be so bonded with this, to, with Liam for so long, you know, they obviously have something very powerful and very real in their connection, but it's like, she's still blossoming and unfolding and she's such a dynamic, sensual being. I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised, I guess, that she's, still you know there's still experiences that she's flushing out and you know parts of herself that she's you know she's just living to their fullest so. yeah and she's back in the studio now as of like when this news broke she posted on instagram so she's going to be telling us what happened musically in some way or another but kyle took a deep dive into all of their signs and it's very interesting mm-hmm. So this is such a fascinating story because I've actually been so confused about Miley and Liam ever being together in the first place. Uh, Granted, we don't have his full natal chart, but they're not immediately a couple I ever think, wow, yeah, you're good, you're gonna last forever. Like, that's not what I'm, no. Uh, That doesn't mean a couple can't work uh, through their relationship, uh, but I've sensed more trouble in paradise for years. So let's dive into all of this scandal. So Miley Cyrus is a Taurus rising with a Sagittarius sun sign. Liam Hemsworth is a Capricorn sun sign. Offhand, we know that Miley is a fire sign and Liam is an earth sign. So they're they're also radically different too. You know, Miley is free-spirited, passionate, wild, and as she announced, you know, even years ago, she can't be tamed because she's just being Miley. I was going to say that. Right? (laughs) Uh, Sagittarius natives will go absolutely insane if they are feeling trapped, locked down, or settling. Hmm. They want constant stimulation. Liam, on the other hand, is a Capricorn, and he is ruled by Saturn. The lovely thing about Capricorn is that they almost always have a great sense of humor, which Miley would love about him, and he grounds her and stabilizes her, and also, you know, he will be very loyal when he's there for the the long haul. They've been Hollywood stars for years, so I think when Miley has had some of her bigger dramatic experiences and turmoils, he's actually been a great system of support. However, as I've been mentioning for months, all Capricorn and Cancer are going through major destined moments in relation to partnerships. The good ones are getting closer. The ones that are not meant to last are being shattered, and it is separating them apart. Poor Liam. Liam is a Capricorn, as I mentioned, so it hits him directly. This falling out has been going on for months and realistically probably since about April. This is when Jupiter went retrograde and it is directly in his 12th house of karma and secrets. He has wanted to make it work, but he also realizes that he can find someone who is better for him if he releases, lets goes, and heals whatever is inside of him. Another big point I want to address is that Jupiter planet of miracles and opportunity is in Sagittarius. 
So it, it is in Miley's sign. It has been there since November of 2018, and it will continue to be there until December of 2019. This shows that she is setting up major trends across the board for her life that'll last for 12 years. She's literally recreating herself. She's breaking free, and she's figuring out what she wants to be. Jupiter was retrograde from April until August, and it is now, uh, and it is now going back to a direct position in the sky. And that means that she's been doing a lot of soul searching about her identity and her path, and with them separating and her talking about wanting to evolve, she's literally serious. She actually astrologically is evolving, and also another fun thing to note is that there's a lot of energy going on in her long distance travel sector. So I think it's hilarious right now that she's like off gallivanting. Yeah. So like, the photos that were released literally. and everything, what it, she's like in Europe, um, all over the world on like yachts with this girl, Caitlin. Totally. Um, so I'm on a boat. Seriously. She's like, I'm on a boat. I'm making out with a chick. Like, I don't want to be married anymore. I don't poor Liam. Well, the next thing I'll add is that, uh, Caitlin Jenner, not sorry, Caitlin Carter is a Virgo sun. And so that's another earth sign. However, we don't have her rising sign. Uh, the reason Miley is drawn to earth signs like Taurus and Capricorn is because they do help center her chaos and they'll be able to be reliable as a figure in her life. I looked into Miley's chart specifically, and Caitlin's son actually exists inside of Miley's natal fifth house of true love and passion. There's a synergy of fun and connection between them, and Caitlin, Caitlin literally gets Miley hot like the sun would. Miley is a Taurus rising, so this is how this occurs. Uh, literally, I looked at the degrees, and I was like, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, then... As for Brody Jenner, he's a Leo, and that doesn't always mix the best with Caitlyn, who's a Virgo. However, there were eclipses happening in July of 2019 that were making Caitlyn fall in and out of love, and eclipses for Brody about secrets and karma coming to light. So that's why they both just know so deeply they aren't for each other. Last, with Mercury, Mercury Retroid having occurred, I can see that Miley and Caitlyn actually first connected as friends but then changed how they viewed each other. And for Brody, he was having dirt uncovered he didn't want to see, and he's going to do his best to move forward as quickly as possible now that Mercury is back to full strength. And also, something that I forgot to mention, which a lot of people might not know about Brody Jenner, is his last name is Jenner. That's no coincidence. He's Caitlyn Jenner's um, son. He's mm -hmm. half-siblings with Kylie and Kendall. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's part of that whole thing. Um, I don't want to give too much dirt because you never know who's listening to this and we don't have enough time to do a whole Brody Jenner deep dive, but let me just tell you, as a young girl in Hollywood, when I went to USC here, he is, I hope he's changed, but he was literally such a piece of shit. I went out with him and friends sometimes and we were all like 20 years old, 19, they were like uh, at least seven-ish years older than us. They were creepy, um, not nice. And uh, it was exactly what you would have imagined. I'm sure that I am just one of millions of experiences that Damn. girls have had in Hollywood with him and his friends. Damn. So I don't feel bad for him. Mm. Like, not at all. Like, total douchebag status. Oh, such a douchebag. And he wasn't the worst. His friends were pretty nasty. But we ended up in Hollywood Hills at someone's house. Uber and Lyft wasn't around yet. So I'm trying to get out of there, trying to hail a you know, cab. It was... A nightmare. I ended up being called Big Tits McGee. 
Um, I, he was trying to hook up with a girl that I was with who was extremely intoxicated to the point where she was super just, I was, I was trying to take her home and he wouldn't let me. And, um, I'm sure nothing happened. He's just a controlling kind of force, but a lot of people like that, especially 10 years ago, like they've come to peace with some of their demons. I think once their fame dwindled down a little bit. So, um, interesting stuff, but yeah, like I feel really bad for Liam Brody and I think Brody's already found someone else, honestly, what I read. So anyways, um, yes, pray for Liam. That's all I'm going to say. And you know, good for Miley. All right. Our next story, another bachelor nation story. Um, as you guys know, I'm a big fan and there was a big wedding this weekend. So Ashley Iaconetti married her love, Jared Habon, um, in a lavish, wedding in Newport, Rhode Island. So if you guys watch The Bachelor, you know that these two have had an extremely tumultuous relationship. Um, they met officially during Bachelor in Paradise 2015, and she was just obsessed, love at first sight. People were like, she's the epitome of a stage five clinger. He doesn't like her. And she was just like, no, this is my true love. She was a virgin. She didn't want to lose her virginity to anyone else, basically, like, but him. And they dated for a little bit. He said he'd rather be friends. Um, the following year, they had a lot of mutual friends and um, were just had a chemistry, but um, it was basically purely platonic. She went back to paradise the following summer in 2016, confessed her love for him again. He dated somebody else, broke her heart. She is a very big crier. And you know, you think like, this is so sad for this girl. This, she needs to, she needs to stop, right? She didn't really want to, though. She continued to be friends with him, always with a hope in the back of her head that he'd realize that he loved her. Um, finally, she... I will not do that shit. I know. This is kind of the exception to the rule. Like, this is not in dating books. Like, this isn't what normally happens, you know, in, in stories about dating. She went on another Bachelor spinoff show in the winter of last year. Girl. Um, and, you know, she Ashley's like... that man. She's a really... Um, <laughs> She has a bunch of podcasts. She's a host like I am. She's been, she went to a good college for journalism. Very smart. But yeah, these shows, but these shows give you some good exposure. So yeah, she goes on another show, 2018. Meet somebody else. It's not Jared. They win the show and she's with him for a couple weeks. All of a sudden, Jared um, decides that he's in love with her. And he now that she was with someone else, you know. Right. But let's let's be nice. Because let's, that never happens. Yeah, because I, I'm hoping they listen to this. I'm hoping they listen to this and come on the show. Um, so we. it is a story that isn't typically traditional. She broke it off with the other dude. They announced in March of 2018 that um, they were, uh, or no, it was May 22nd of 2018. They released this like 45 minute YouTube documentary telling everybody that they were love each other in love and they were together and explaining like what happened when and why and when he changed his mind. Um, they got engaged in Bachelor in Paradise last summer and just now, August 11th, 2019, the two got married. So many Bachelor alums were there and they seemed very happy. So their astrological compatibility is very interesting, actually. Sure. So, you know, first off, congratulations to these two lovebirds. Mm -hmm. They're actually very compatible, and we will dive fully into that. And story. they're literally going to have the cutest... It's Aladdin and Jasmine. That's what they look like. Aww. Like, they're so cute. So, Ashley Iacon... Iaconetti. A Ashley Iaconetti is a Pisces sun. Jared... Haven. Haven is a Scorpio. Mm -hmm. uh, right off the bat, this is one of the most lovely connections because they are both water signs. 
and they have a very natural flow together. They are both sensitive, intuitive, romantic, and deeply emotional. Scorpios sometimes have a difficult time fully opening up to their emotions and can be guarded, but luckily, a Pisces will, will always help them to open up to their vulnerable side. And that's what she did. She was like, come on, let's love each other. Totally. And he Ashley, had his walls up. Yeah, Ashley clearly coaxes Jared into a feeling of trust and sweetness, and the lusty side of Jared helps Ashley's heart and body reach entirely new places of ecstasy. Virgin, and not anymore. So look at that. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Astrologically, this is one of the strongest matches of all, and while we don't have their full charts, we do know that this connection can go to the long haul. Jared is going to be strategic in their connection and be certain that he is directing the two of them on a path of long-term security and success, and Ashley is going to make Jared let loose and have more fun and get out of his head. Going back to their timeline, in October 2015, some huge things were happening. The month prior, in September 2015, there was a solar eclipse in Ashley's house of partnership, opening a huge door that had been previously been closed. This is the last time I fell in love, and for her it was in marriage. For me it was love, swear to God. This was Jared who was, who was literally opening to her. In October, though, Venus, planet of love Mars, and Mars, planet of passion, and Jupiter, planet of luck, were also in Ashley's house of partnership. For me, it was my house of love, literally. Gifting her with an, amount, an immense amount of energy in this area. This shows she was truly falling for him. Like, literally, I'm, this is the same timeline as my shit. Swear to God. Then moving forward to March 2018, Jupiter, the planet of luck, was in Scorpio, which is Jared's sun sign. This means he was beginning major, major new things that would last for 12 years, and also the sun ruling his focus was in his sector of luck. And this is when he was fully open and falling hard. On May 22nd, 2018, when they went public, Mercury, planet of communication, was in Jared's house of partnership. Jupiter was still in his sign at this time, too, also, the moon on that day was in Ashley's house of partnership, bringing her deep emotional connection to her one and only. Like, that's mm-hmm. crazy shit. Yeah. All right, so fast forward to their marriage, which was August 11th, 2019, and we see Jupiter, the planet of luck, in Ashley's house of fame and public recognition. And, like, people did a whole story. People Magazine is the one that's getting the exclusives to their entire wedding, so that makes sense. So, when someone gets married when this occurs, it means they're seeing this as a huge life achievement and showing off their crown, which is their Mm. partner. Uh, For Jared, though, Jupiter is in his house of possessions, which means he, too, is showing off his prize that he owns for the world to see. Wow. I know. I love that for them. Um, True love can happen on reality TV. It can. can. Like one in a million times. But um, (laughs) I'm really happy for them. Okay, our third story is um, Bella Hadid and The Weeknd have split up again. Mm -hmm. So these two have been on and off for several years now. Um, Right now they're saying that they're just in different places Physically, which has been a big problem for them, you know, people them in New York, Los Angeles, she's already tr- always traveling the world, modeling, um, and he's working on his new album. But also, it's said that they've been arguing a, w- a lot recently and haven't spent quality time together in months, and that they do hope to get back together at one point. But they're now focusing on their sel- on themselves and their projects. So a little bit about them. April of 2015 is when they started dating. She was just 18 years old. He was 25. Um, they became official May of 2015. Um, they, you know, have worked together. She was in his music video and then they split for the first time in December of 2015. And then, um, 
by the time um, the Grammys hit the following year of February 2016, he... Um, had called it they'd called it quits and um it was just kind of an on and off tumultuous relationship he also dated selena gomez who was in the mix at one point they got back together april of last year coachella you know brings all of these all these people back together oh, always um <laughs> i know seriously it's, it's like the <laughs> it, it's the it's just the environment guys it's just the vip town. um <laughs> yeah and the fact that they're, they're drinking right? <laughs> yeah so now now they are um apart again but i was interested because is this some kind of like cosmic karmic connection what is it about these two for sure bella hadid is a virgo rising with a libra sun the weekend is an aquarius sun while we don't have the weekend's rising sign, we do know that Bella as a Libra and him as an Aquarius are actually very compatible. Yes, that's our second best mm -hmm. sign, Aries and Aquarius. Right. They, yeah, they both are air signs here, and they intellectualize their emotions, but both vibe well because they communicate effectively. Bella is the more romantic of the two, and the weekend is the more possessive of the two. They do align well because Bella does like having a one and only, and the weekend likes feeling in control and dominant. Mm. That's how that works. Sounds healthy. <laughs> I mean, hey, we all have our own flow, you know? Oh, if you're into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would be way down for the right guy yeah. to possess an owner. I'm like, he's I, into it. I, I, yeah, I would like, I'm all about like owning and possessing someone that I care about too. It's like, we're a power couple for a reason. I don't want some trash. Like, anyways. Right. <laughs> Let's start at the beginning with our connection, <laughs> shall we? Yes. In April 2015, Venus, the planet of love, was actually in the weekend sector of romance, passion, and fun. It was in her sector of famous people, so of course they aligned them then. Mm -hmm. In May 2015, when their relationship was announced, Mars, the planet of passion, was in his love sector and her fame sector. So of course, she was feeling especially in the public eye because of him. In December 2015, uh, when they broke up, Mars was actually in Bella's sign, meaning she was feeling more like a firecracker and was being more aggressive and angrier. This always happens and we become more assertive and stand up for ourselves and are prone to more conflict when uh, Mars is in our sign. Mm. Uh, at the Grammys in February 2016, the sun was in week the weekend sign, gifting him with an exceptional power and radiance. And for Bella, she was feeling especially focused on love. And this is when they announced that they're back together. So the stars are like literally like jumping them back and forth. Hmm. Uh, on November 11th, 2016, when they broke up, Mars was in Aquarius, making the weekend angrier and more aggressive and not interested in listening to anyone. Jupiter, planet of luck, was in Bella's sign at that time, making her not care to deal with bullshit anymore and feeling like she could do go off on her own. Literally. Crazy enough, it takes Mars two years to go around the sun, so we often begin two-year cycles when it visits a different place in our charts. When they celebrated uh, at her birthday on October 9th, 2018, the sun was obviously in her sign, gifting her with great radiance and light. However, as I was mentioning Mars just before, it was in the weekend sun sign, giving him more passion, and also this was simultaneously hiding up, highlighting her house of love, so that's why they were guaranteed to have, be having really, really hot, passionate sex at that point in time. How did I know you were going to bring that up? <laughs> For sure. I mean, I'm good at what so I do. unlike you. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm good at a You're lot of things You're such a prude. <laughs> oh, it's been so long, you guys. Anyways, uh, however, jumping ahead to their recent, most recent breakup that went public on August 6, 2019, this is a very interest, interesting astrological situation. 
On July 31st, a new moon was in the weekend's house of partnership and commitment, and that opened up for him. Usually this would be a good thing, but we just had a major Mercury retrograde in his partnership sector, causing problems and miscommunication throughout June and up until August. Clearly this is uh, what has caused the latest split, and I would nearly guarantee it's because they can't seem to get on the same page, communicate, communicate clearly anymore, or make plans work out. This was, wasn't caused by the eclipse that just happened, so it isn't final per se, but the Sun and Venus and Mars are getting a lot of attention to Bella's friendships right now, so I actually, at this point in time for her, I think she just does want to be friends. Okay, well... I'm sure they'll be getting back together at some point. It would not surprise me, you know. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, these things work. When things happen on eclipses, they're final. They, mm -hmm. they do. They will. They will last for oh. forever, um, in a very, very significant way. And you know, that's why people usually fall in love on on an, like a beginning eclipse or something, or they like fall out of love completely. And so, you know, that's that's they're not having that happen. They're, there's other cycles that are going on that I just met. Mm -hmm. All right. Well. So, Next, we have our celeb WTF of the week, which is kind of random, but I was just, I think about this sometimes. I think about random celebrity couples just from time to time. I go to sleep at night and I go, why? Um, this week, it was Mila Kunis and Macaulay Culkin. A lot of people don't know. What? They dated a while ago for almost 10 <laughs> years. They dated for almost 10 years. Dang. And it's like, that's literally one of the longest lasting like dating relationships Hollywood has had in a very long time. It was 2002 until 2011 and it was actually Macaulay Culkin's career that was really taking off more than hers was and he was in the limelight and she was still kind of you know like finding her footing um in acting I mean of course they had that 70s she had that 70s show but she was still trying to like you know really break into the movie industry um and yeah when they split up it was apparently very ugly and now, after everything's said and done, she's with Ashton, they have children, everybody has moved on. She recently has said in a couple of interviews, like, yeah, I feel really bad about the way that I treated him. Like, I was really, really mean and treated him really poorly. I was very young. It was a very intense relationship, a very intense breakup. But I mean, my God, how random, because they just seem like total opposites, right? Like, not even in the same, like, realm of things mm -hmm. at all. So yeah, what what is what what was happening? This is definitely a very weird relationship. So, uh, one that I like wouldn't off the bat see have, would ever have great sparks. Mila Kunis is a Sagittarius rising, Leo Sun, Scorpio Moon. Macaulay Culkin is a Virgo Sun, Pisces Moon. On a very basic level of astrology, we look at this and do not see an alignment whatsoever. However, in deeper research of astrology, which can be done when you have more of a person's birth date uh, data. You can truly see more angles within their chart and like how things are like really aligned. First off, with Mila being a, a Leo, she's fiery and dramatic, which makes sense why she may have been cruel and vengeful in an effort to defend herself after the breakup. Leos are fierce. Virgos, however, are extremely passive aggressive in fighting and will try to mess with your head, which I guarantee happened and caused further anger from Mila. Like, like just totally. We don't have Macaulay Culkin's uh, rising sign, so I can't comment on exact alignments. Uh, however, diving in, into some of the things that I can see, I notice that their moons are actually perfectly aligned. Like we, in astrology, we, we call it a trine. Uh, so what so, does that mean? So his moon is in Pisces, whereas hers is Scorpio. Almost to the exact degree they're aligned, meaning that they have in, like, an incredibly powerful emotional connection 
and there's this mutual re like receptivity between them. It just like flows, it just works, it's very powerful. It's very also hard to break. This is the kind of thing you can see with true love, soulmates, or at least someone who you have a karmic connection to, mm -hmm. and, and they're here to teach you a lesson. So if, even if you aren't together forever, there's just this massive alignment there. Also, with her Venus and Mercury both being in Virgo, she actually relates quite well with him, meaning she often you know, understood his mind and their love lang language was very similar. So even though it didn't work out, there was a connection that felt very organic at the time, but I do think Macaulay uh, sort of showed her the ropes and she trusted him, so that's why it worked for them. Mm, that sounds like me and my ex, like mm. like one of those things where you are like safe and comfortable and you love each other, like there's a genuine, true, mm -hmm. true love. At the end of the day, it wasn't like, you know, we didn't In the serve stars. each other. Yeah, we didn't serve like our greater purpose together, but we just, you know, gave each other a like a like 11 years of love wow. and support and like best friendship you know mm -hmm. we're still best friends so that's yeah, interesting interesting it's amazing well speaking of you and your love life um yeah. we want to hear about all of your life so kyle let's dig into our special guests here yes well my goddess here is a scorpio mm. rising with a libra sun i am you have some big windows opening up in your life, and you can see them in a few different ways. The first coming date I want to bring up to you is the new moon on September 28th. It is a new moon in your sign, so you can use it for whatever is most important to you, and it will help determine the things that are happening in your entire 2020. Ooh. It's like so a maybe, wild card, like, bam! Yeah, what do you want? But the thing is, it's, it, you can do anything with it. You can do all of it with it at the same time. So absolutely, yeah. So make big plans and actions in the in the days following September twenty eighth. You have okay. about ten, but the days closer to it are the strongest. Okay. Okay. Uh, and Kyle will send you this info too, so don't yeah. freak out. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Like, I can't remember. <laughs> You're like, oh, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Venus, planet of love and beauty, will be in your sign from September fourteenth until October eighth. So you'll be feeling more inspired and beautiful at this time. Money should also be attracted to you. Use this flow to be as magnetic as possible, and if you need or want new photos, do them then. Awesome. Absolutely. Uh, Mars, planet of drive and passion, will be in your sign from October 4th until November 19th. This means that you will have more power to sway things in your direction than any time for the next two years. Ooh, wow. So try to launch some very important things, you know, patterns, you know, when Mars is giving you this extra firepower, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, backing up a bit, though, this week, on August 15th, we have a full moon in your love and creativity sector. Mm -hmm. This will have echoes of how your romantic and creative life were back around February 4th until the 14th. So this is a good time to seize the romance you know, in your life and in the muse if you can. And if it's been a dry spell, get inspired and change that direction. <laughs> That's not a <laughs> Kyle, I don't know That's whatever good. you mean. <laughs> We've been doing okay. <laughs> Uh, spread out some of that wealth over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's all right. I, mean, I guarantee I'm gonna be like getting laid like literally for probably most of this, the rest of this year. So. I'm not allowed to talk about Kyle's personal life anymore. But no, because she makes it seem like I'm a skate, and it's like I don't. Sometimes I don't even remember what the de like the, what like, a penis looks like besides you're like, mine. I wish I were a skate. I exactly. I wish I no. I wish I was a skate. I wish I was a skate. I should be getting skanky every day. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay. I feel like everybody knows that I have a lot of sexual pent up tension right now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, the last area we will discuss that you have that you have been going through 
are the eclipses in your home and family sector this year, as well as your career sectors. Mm. The first career eclipse happened around July 2018. We had another one in July, around July 2nd of 2019, and you'll have two big eclipses in your career sector, winter and summer of next wow, year. Wow, that is crazy. Yes. So these are the destined moments I'm talking about. You know, this means destined career moments are so erupting. So do you have things, Huge things are planned for Well, them? just July, July 2018 is when I quit my last gig. Like, so it was, you were starting brand That's when a solar eclipse. So solar eclipse exactly. is like starting brand new. I've been, you know, working with this particular company for eight years, and I was like, mm-hmm. I need to move on. Like, I need to create something new for myself. That's the same thing that right was happening to you. Right. That was bang on. Right. Oh, last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was. That's true. It was yeah. crazy. And then this right now uh, with mm-hmm. this July, it's again, it's launching big things again for you. So it's kind of like it's like a booster rocket again, mm-hmm. even happening. And then next year for you guys, though, it's going to be huge culminations. Mm-hmm. So all of the big things that you're laying, these themes of, you know, grinding and really rising and wanting to take over, you know, every area of your industry and everything you can do, mm-hmm. that all of the big culminations with it are going to happen next year. So, but, the, but right now, the, the doors keep opening for you guys. So it's really, really very specifically for that. Okay. So, Are you a patient person? No. I'm not either. <laughs> is that like a thing that we have? Libras aren't patient. Yeah. It's Scorpios just, aren't patient either. All of it right now. I know. I'm like, so when? So next year? Cool. Great. I'll get, I'll get excited next year. Right. <laughs> oh, I mean, with the stuff that we even have going on, you know that things are going to happen before that. But. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I also looked into your specific charts, and next year brings uh, begins some eclipses in your partnership sector, mm-hmm. meaning you could end committed relationships that are outdated and have passed, been past their prime, or you could find new important ones. So think like business partnerships. So this could be like you and an agent, you and a manager. If just things that are, you're just ready for the next edge, you know, and flying higher. If you have a partner by then, this is the moment where you are. Uh, you know, taking steps forward to get engaged or make big things happen and that and that we're moving in together. Or if you're just not meant to be together, which isn't a bad thing. You know, people, mm-hmm. I think, and ever since I started re- like researching astrology, like I can see certain things. So if I can see that it's destined, I'm like, oh my God. Right. Oh, you know, and it drives me insane sometimes. But then like if I something ends with like a major eclipse, I'm like, oh shit. Well, I'm actually being directed to something better because it's coming. Right. You know, so, so yeah, uh, let me look these dates up for you. Uh, the first eclipse hits the sector uh, June 5th, 5th of 2020, but it's actually weaker than the second one, which will take place November 30th of 2020. Oh, wow. So you're, there's like huge partnership energy happening for you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're talking right now, you're, you seem, you know, like you're kind of spreading some oats, you know, keeping a little frisky. I anticipate that, uh, especially with your Scorpio rising and with you being a Libra, and this is just even from memory, not even from my notes here, mm-hmm. pretty much I think it starts from um, like around October 8th for the rest of the year. Venus and Venus and Mars are like giving you some hot-ass action. So for instance, when I'm talking about how I know that I'm going to be in a partnership, mm-hmm. there's because you have a lot of, you actually kind of, you're the opposite of me in certain ways. So I'm... I'm a, I'm a Taurus sun sign, you're mm-hmm. a Libra sun, but I'm an Aries rising, you're a Scorpio rising. Right. So we're literally have very right. similar patterns. So literally all the patterns that are going on through for me are the opposite for you. Right. So that's why I know, like, I know I'm going to find someone, you're very likely to meet someone too, for sure. Wow. Yeah. But Can the, part, I, the big um, partnership 
eclipses are probably like marriage and moving and all that stuff next year. Can I ask, like, do you still do any acting stuff or are you like wanting to? I am. I am. You know, it's actually, you know, even though I've been singing for the most part for the past, like, I think 14 years, um, acting is absolutely my first passion, my first love. For sure. And um, I went to London last year for two months. I studied at Rada at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. That's you know. so cool. That's I used awesome. to want to do that when I was younger. That's amazing. You should. I mean, you should just do it's it. It's another life know? for me. I'm now working <laughs> on being the next Oprah. So yeah, okay, you know, yeah, that takes a you know that takes some energy. I'll so, go somewhere yeah, else, but focused, yes, <laughs> focused. Yeah. So, but I miss it. Mm-hmm. Like long story short, I do. I miss it. I I do miss it, and I've been thinking about it. It's funny you're talking about like if I need to take pictures because I do need to get you know some new headshots. Theatrical headshots. Yeah, I do need to get some headshots. For it's sure. Great stuff. What for real would be then too? Because you're going to be the more beautiful then than you're going to be literally for about a year. Oh That's hilarious. So for like real. you're just going downhill from there. No, 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 no. <laughs> so well, the thing is, it's like for instance, when I Venus was in you. my sign, I made sure that I did headshots and I look great. And I'm I am i am handsome and I think I'm cute. You in are. All the time, but oh, like, you think you and you are very cute. Oh, thank you. But, but, yeah, but I like literally was attract, attracting men to me like moths to a flame, yes. you know? So like, it's one of those things that you're going to just naturally have this beauty and you're going to have, I have to look at your timeline, Sam, but like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be really, really great. Like, okay. And you're just going to harness that shit. Yeah. Let me know when I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I'm, I'm ready to go. You no. Know, yeah. We should actually, you know what, for your birthday, we're going to, I'm going to give you all of your important dates. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Harness people. Mm-hmm. All right, well, unless we have anything else, um, let's go on to our game, which is Bang, Mary Kill, Leo season. Okay? All right, so we have, um, we did an interesting one last week. We're going to do kind of an interesting one this time. All right, so we have Jason Statham, and if you guys don't know who he is, Ooh. you know who he is. Do you know him? Yes. yes. Can you choose two things? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess that's marriage, right? Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. That's true. Unless it's like a, yeah, bed death. Yeah. I mean, again, I will not, I'm not going to marry anybody if I'm not banging them all the time. I'm like, yeah. Okay. So Jason Statham, Ben Affleck, and Andrew Garfield. Oh, okay. Um, oh, but well, so marry Andrew Garfield because he's adorable. Yeah. And definitely bang Statham. uh, Statham. Statham. Mm -hmm. And yeah, kill Ben Affleck. I, I like to switch it up, but I mean, I'm, I'm going to kill Ben yeah. Affleck. I mean, um, he, I'm sure he's lovely. He well. checked my ass out at a party once and was kind of like really kind of overt about it. He's um, very notorious for... He's an ass man. Yeah. Just, um, I think he's like a lot of uh, different things uh, that he that he likes. Um, but I used to have a big crush on him and I used to really love him, but, um, yeah, at this point in time, I'm going to kill him. Um, Jason Statham is, you know, I'm not into bald men, but like, I'm into that. And, you know, and he's also, (laughs) sorry, he's hot. Whatever that is, I'm into it. And he's not super tall either, but like I just saw Hobbs and Shaw, right. the new movie that he's in, and right. he's just the accent, the muscles, uh, all of it. And yeah, Andrew Garfield just seems like you know you could wake up hungover one day and he'd just be like, you know, I have McDonald's, Coca Cola your... for you, just right. waiting. You <laughs> I know, love you so... going to McDonald's and Coca Cola. Oh well, that's it. They have the best Coca Cola for hangovers at that's McDonald's, great. guys. By the way, if you didn't know, um, and some Advil. Right. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry him. I think that'd be nice. And did you know? that that um stats oh 
Gosh, I can't even. Uh, Statham, Statham is married. is, he was a professional diver. Like, how hot is that? Like, mm-hmm. nothing gets hotter. Yeah, like, and he was actually one of my first ever red carpet interviews, too. So, nice man. What about you, Kyle? Was he nice? He was nice. Mm-hmm. Good. He was. I'm so not intent any of these guys. No. No, and it's so funny because, like, I actually, like, I would say, like, once a week people tell me that I look like Andrew Garfield, and I'm like... Yeah. I could see it. I mean, like... That's a good thing. I, yeah, I mean, I guess he's handsome, but, like, I just... Yes. I don't know. Some of the photos, I'm like, okay, you're... Yeah. Would, How are you not into any of these guys? That's crazy. No, no. I told you I like scruffy otters! <laughs> um, so what if he grew a beard? No, yeah, I don't even... <laughs> I, I, I grow a better beard than him. That's true. You do. So, all right, I think... All right, because I'm being forced these straights right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I uh, guess I, I picked the straight dudes. I know. I always it's just habit. Because <laughs> I just, you know, whatever. Or guys that I would consider maybe being gay. Uh, ben Affleck, sorry, bye. Um, oh, it's not a good day for Ben Affleck no. in this house. <laughs> I, because, I, I don't know. I feel like I would just want to be friends with Andrew Garfield. And like maybe just like bang and see if but it what like if you works just out? like had an open marriage with Andrew Garfield, right? Just like you know, an agreement. You can do your thing. You're straight. You do your thing. I'm gonna do my <laughs> thing. But like you're so sweet, and you're gonna you know bring me Coke in the morning when I'm hungover. Yes, Co- Coca Cola. That too. That's more what of a nighttime do. thing. I'd be like, wow. Like, while you're still drunk. Like, that is a wild, Andrew, wild you have life. a problem. <laughs> um, I feel like I'd probably, I think I'd probably marry Jason, I guess. I mean. He'd be some nice arm candy. Oh. People yeah. would just flock to you guys. Candy. Yes. I guess if it were different enough, we would look probably, I guess, baby complimentary. But Andrew, I feel like would be competing because I'm the prettier one. So I'm going to uh, just bang Are you going to be the next Spider-Man after Tom Holland? Is that what's going to happen no. here? <laughs> so many Spider-Mans. Well, thank you guys um, for playing that fun game. And I mean, I really quite honestly would bang all of them if, if anyone's asking. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. But thank yeah. you so, so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. Yeah. And, and informative. Good. I'm, and I'm glad you're still alive by the end of this hour. You oh, know? yeah. We literally didn't know if she was going to collapse and like We not have be a cat. She's allergic. Out. Yes. It worked out. Yes. Um, so where can everyone find you? What's coming up next for you? So, um, well, you can find me on Instagram, Nadia Christine Duggan. If you type in Nadia Christine, I'm normally one of the first Nadia Christines. Mm-hmm. I'm the brown one. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I'm just like, right now, I'm really putting a lot of my energy into, you know, finding my own, you know, my next creative, um, my, you know, my next creative uh, voice space. So because I used to have a gospel group, a, a gospel band, and we just kind of wrap things up over the past um, year or so. So now I'm moving into my next level of creative expression it's gonna so, be around september 13th okay sweet yeah, so yeah check out my instagram like from september 13th and or just now <laughs> give her all now. the follows yes. all the likes and all the follows and all the <laughs> cuteness <laughs> and uh thank you guys so much for tuning in as always you can find me sam davidson at samd43 on twitter and instagram and of course don't forget to follow us at astro kiki radio on instagram as well we are going to be taking a one-week hiatus next week because I am going on a 
vacation with my family, but we will be replaying one of our favorite episodes for mm-hmm. you guys if you haven't heard it yet, but don't worry because we will be back in two weeks with mm-hmm. another awesome special guest. Yes, and I'm Kyle Thomas, and you can follow me on Instagram at M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S and Kyle Thomas on Facebook. Also, shout out to our partner, Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next two weeks. Two weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Astrology.